Welcome to episode two of the Skillshot Pincast. We are an extension of Skillshot, Seattle's pinball zine, and we cover the Seattle metropolitan area. You can find us at skill-shot.com. I'm Graham Clem. And I'm Kayla Greet. And we are your hosts. Uh, that opening track is Tilt by The Real Pills. They were featured on Hot Pinball Rock Volume 1. That's where I found the track. And uh, after our first episode, uh, Andrew from uh, Skillshot asked me, did you get their permission to use that song? And <laughs> it's a fair I, question. It is a very fair question, and we want to respect all artists here. Right. So Graham's a musician himself. It's true. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that to a fellow yeah. musician. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I uh, went down the path of trying to track them down, and I had a doozy of a time. Uh, first, found a band called The Pills out of Boston, and... Uh, they were defunct, but they had, or they were on hiatus, but they had a, an email address for their PR manager. And I emailed that person. They got back to me real hmm. quick and said, sorry, different band. Oh. And a lot more creative Googling found the name of their drummer on another site where <laughs> it that showed them as the real pills. Tracked him down based on some deduction on Facebook. And uh, then a week later, aka yesterday, I got an email from. Uh, or rather another Facebook message from uh, Adam, who was also in the band, and uh, I told him what was going on, and he gave me their blessings. So I just want to say thanks so much to Adam and Ben and The Real Pills for being super awesome and letting us use their rad track. Uh, They're currently in a band called Fellwoods uh, down there in Portland, so folks, go check them out. Yeah, we love the song, guys. Thanks for letting us use it. Yes. Uh, So today we are going to be talking about the Northwest Pinball and Arcade Show. We're recording this on Sunday, May 31st, and we're going to try to get it out just before the show. Uh, This Wednesday, June 3rd, is probably the earliest you are potentially listening to it. Uh, So it doesn't give you much time to use our tips and tricks, but uh, those that are diligent Mm -hmm. uh, can make it happen. And this will teach you to subscribe to our pincasts in the future. That's true. You won't miss things like that. Timeliness is... Of the, the of the essence. <laughs> so our guest today is Aaron Maccabee. A lot of you in the uh, pinball scene are probably familiar with Aaron already. Uh, just a quick uh, rundown. Aaron played pinball occasionally as a kid, but fell hard for the pinball bug t- about 10 years ago. He enjoys the social aspect of it much more than the comp- uh, competitive aspect of it. Uh, Aaron is volunteering this year at Northwest Pinball and Arcade Show on Saturday and Sunday, and this is his fourth year working with uh, NWPAS, or as we still call it sometimes, PAGS. PAGS. Um, And I I met Aaron in 2009, just shortly after I got into pinball through Charlie and Cindy Martin at the Seattle Pinball Museum. Um, Most times I see Aaron now, nowadays, it's at the skill shop. the folding party. Yeah, the folding parties, which is where it's at if you want to uh, meet folks in the scene. Hey, I feel like you've been to every single... Aaron, introduce yourself. Hello. We've talked about you too yeah. much My name's Aaron. at this point. <laughs> I, awesome. fo- I fold things up for yeah. parties. <laughs> Thanks for uh, being on the show, Aaron. No yeah, problem. No definitely. problem. It's great to be here. No, I think that you've made more folding parties than most of Skillshot staff, actually. Um, <laughs> I'm true. proud to say, I think after... I don't know what the... Ep- I know it was the issue after uh, Big Bug Hunter. Mm-hmm. I started, and I haven't missed one yet. I think wow. that was issue like 20, 19 or 20 or something. That sounds yeah. about right, yeah. yeah. Well, when you offer like free food and uh, <laughs> yeah, you right. know, PBR, I'm going to be there. <laughs> exactly. It's a mm-hmm. compelling argument to come down and help us fold. You're a part of the community. You'll get your picture in the next skill shot, and we're mm-hmm. going to feed you. And there's is there a a version of drink that is like that, imbibe you? Is that what it is? You don't say drink you. <laughs> get you drank <laughs> we're gonna no, drink you yeah we're gonna imbibe you oh, yeah. maybe you should mention where the folding is too. yes you're right i should we have our folding parties at the lookout which is 
on the western slope of Capitol Hill. And uh, it's named after its wonderful lookout. Uh, the best time to go to the lookout is during the summer when they've got their balcony open. Mm-hmm. And so you should definitely come to the next uh, folding party for issue, what will it be, 39? or 39, yeah. 39. So. And we do it, um, you know, we make an announcement before it comes out. They're usually on, they used to be historically on Wednesdays, but now we've moved them to Tuesdays because of the crazy success of Attaball weekly tournaments. Mm-hmm. No one wanted to come fold zines when they could go drink beer and play a pinball tournament, <laughs> which I understand. It makes a lot more sense, I think, at the lookout, too, because they yeah. always have those... Uh, Kind of open mics or the 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 uh, sh- musical showcases on mm-hmm. Wednesdays, and um, you know, as nice as it is to be there for live music, uh, it sometimes felt like we were encroaching on one another's territory. Right. So, but yeah. then now Tuesdays they have a movie night sometimes during the month too. So they'll just have yeah. to deal. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, like last time we got to watch Big Trouble in Little China. That was awesome. Yes, that was pretty great. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about the Northwest Pinball and Arcade Show. Um, it got its official start here in the area around 2008. Uh, my first year there was 2009. 2009. Yeah, class of 2009 yeah, here. 2009. Yeah. <laughs> I was still living in LA at, in 08, so my first one was when I moved back in 2009. I was in Colorado uh, for part of 2008 and not in Seattle for the rest of 2008. Mm. I actually lived in Tacoma um, for the first couple years I went, and then the year that I moved to Seattle, they made it go. I think it was like that year or the next year they moved it to Tacoma and I was like are you kidding me come on like I just want to be living in the same city (laughs) so hard yeah um yeah they moved it to Tacoma in 2013 is what we okay yeah it was held at the Seattle Center from 2000 was it in 2008 there I guess we wouldn't know but it was definitely there in 2009 yeah for sure (laughs) I have very fond memories of um (coughs) Playing pinball, running to the Seattle Center to get on a carousel or a merry-go-round, <laughs> and then going to the Fun House for $5 beers and shots, and then going <laughs> back on the rides at the Seattle Center, then playing more pinball. <laughs> I remember distinctly one year, uh, they had a outlaw barbecue out in the uh, yes uh, the oh. area, and uh, it was quickly uh, smashed by the uh, staff of oh. Science Center. <laughs> so That was a lot of fun. I remember that barbecue, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, good times. <laughs> so, Aaron, so you've been uh, you've been working there for the last four years. So you've been uh, wait, is this your fourth year? This is your fourth year. Yeah, um, I started off with the Seattle Pinball Museum. I I, I moved, helped them move machines and organize some of their tournaments. And uh, yes, uh, the first two years, and then uh, when we they moved over to Tacoma, I helped them with the setup and. Unfortunately, this year I can't really help out. The setup is one of the nicest, funnest things to do. Yeah, you get to talk to a lot of people. It's casual. You, you know, you solve problems really quickly, mm. and uh, a, a lot of uh, a lot of things happen. And then, um, and you're one of the first to play the games as well, right? Yeah, yeah that's correct. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which isn't that bad considering you know some days on some moments in Sunday or Saturday it's kind of hard to roam about. Yeah, it's a little bit impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what are you doing there at the show this year? I'm uh, doing the um, going to be helping uh, James Eads with the um, classic uh, tournaments. I'm also going to do a little help where they need me for the regular main tournaments. And mainly I'm going to be uh, doing the kid tournaments. On Saturday, cool. Saturday they have a, I can't remember the game. It's a baseball themed game where teams play. And, oh, nice. Huh. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, and uh, last year was a learning experience. I know a little bit more this year. 
bring lots of toys. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, that is exciting, and it's uh, a wonderful thing that you are making sure that the youth of uh, today are the pinball pros of tomorrow. Yeah. 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 I'm volunteering for the show this year as well. So um, in the past, I've usually done help out with promotions and flyering prior to the show, and I'll just spend like a weekend or two going out and hanging up posters and handing out flyers. This year and last year, I've started running the women's tournament there. So that's mm-hmm. that's like half a shift. And then I'm also helping on Friday morning. Me and Nick Long are going to help out with the classics tournament as well, the pin golf. So. Excellent, excellent. So Aaron, uh, actually, Aaron and Kayla, let's talk about the different kinds of tournaments that yeah. will be there. There's quite a okay. few this year, actually. There's the, the rookie tournament for those ranked um, 2,000 in the world or higher. Um, there's the main tournament that is match play. So you're going to be, I think you play three different games, like three different random games, five. Okay. I knew it was an odd number. (laughs) (laughs) It's five. And then you have three chances. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Go back. Cool. And you're going to be with different people on each game. Everything's randomly drawn. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a, you know, it's very specific Dave Stewart scoring system. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's the Babes in Pinland tournament, women only, no dicks. Uh, and then there's the Classics Pin Golf, which is a series of different goals and um, that you have to try to achieve within five balls. You know, if you get it on the first ball, it's a hole in one. You get it on the second ball, it's a two. Cool. Uh, so it's not just uh, going for a specific score. I've I've played pin golf. Sometimes it okay. is. Um, it depends times. on the game. It depends on how James is feeling at the <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah, we I ran that last year, and it, it's it's kind of difficult to explain to a person coming on the machine. Well, these are the targets you need to hit at this time. Um, but James is probably the best to do that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there are there's some bumpy roads at the very beginning. You have to watch a person doing it and go, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I need to do now. It's a pretty cool style of um, tournament too because people are so they you know most people don't spend a lot of times on on EMs and mm-hmm. classics, and once someone's figured it out, it's kind of just shared knowledge and people just kind of are in it together. Yeah, and it doesn't feel as competitive and cutthroat. <laughs> and there were there were some really hard machines yeah there were some last year yeah uh, um there were a lot of people that were like uh, <laughs> I, I, this is this is gonna be a five for me or a six for me yeah so uh so the the kids tournament is that everybody under 18 or how does that work because... i think it's 12 and oh, okay under. the there first day on saturday they're actually going to do the, the baseball game and that's going to be teens okay and then uh, Sunday, actually, they're going to play a tournament off of, I, I believe it's Shrek. Oh, nice. Uh, at a, uh, I think about, I want to say 11 o'clock. All right. Or the family-friendly family guy, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shrek. <laughs> the front area, usually. I don't know where it's at this year, but I assume it's going to be in the front mm-hmm. area. I liked that area last year. They have, like, right before you walk into the main room, there's a, mm-hmm. a large section of just really basic um, games and toys that kids can get into. And then kid-sized pinball machines like that Pirates of the Caribbean. That's a, like a miniature pony style pinball. <laughs> Don't forget Punchy the Clown. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, the Mario, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of great kid-friendly uh, licenses there. Uh, I got to say, from my um, perspective, I think they're every, every year it seems like they're they're making the showcase just a, 
little sharper. Yeah. A little bigger and a little sharper. Um, I'm not thrilled that it's in Tacoma because I'm a Seattleite and mm-hmm. I primarily take the bus, but you know, it's it's an awesome space and once you're there, you totally understand why why they've uh, yeah. moved to the convention center. A uh, lot fewer hassles, as, as you were saying earlier, Aaron, especially moving in and whatnot, because it was quite a debacle sometimes at the Seattle Center. Yeah, you would literally have to wait for an entire truck to unload oh my gosh. video games and machines, and you would have very limited spaces at the Science Center to actually bring your machines into. So mm. it's this paradise. You can park six trailers and unload them within the space of 15 minutes. That's way better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, speaking of getting there uh, by bus, especially if you're mm-hmm. from Seattle, and, you know, let's be real, most of our listeners are in Seattle. Uh, Aaron, I, I heard that you have some notes with you on how to do yes, that. Yes, I do. Uh, the, the key to getting to, um, to Tacoma is to take the bus, uh, the 594. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's going to be, you can catch that on 2nd Avenue on Seneca, and there's spaces, there's uh, stops every couple blocks. Yeah. Um, the last, I'm going to stress this, <laughs> the last bus <laughs> out of town, out of Tacoma, you uh, have to catch it at 2nd Avenue, oh, not 2nd Avenue, just repeat myself. Yeah, on 10th and Commerce. 10th yeah. and Commerce, uh-huh. yes. <laughs> I used to, I grew up in Tacoma. <laughs> That leaves at 10.30. Oh, I was going to say 11. No. You need to be there by 10.20. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a nice ride. It's pretty much nonstop. Air conditioned, cushy Mm -hmm. seats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not a lot of people. Uh, Even Mm -hmm. during the expo, there weren't a lot of people taking it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, again, I'm going to stress 10.20. Yeah. 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 And it takes, I'd say it takes about eight minutes to walk from there from the convention center eight to ten minutes mm-hmm. yeah so if yeah. you're not if you're not out the door by 10 10 mm-hmm. there then you're really playing with fire find probably. a place to stay in tacoma mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and some people do that uh some folks make a, a weekend of it even mm-hmm. when they do have cars and it makes a lot of sense you know just make that your thing it's right mm-hmm. only happens once a year so thank you so much aaron for that you're welcome uh so let's talk about the main tournament there and the games that they've got mm-hmm. um it's best to be familiar with all of them because you don't know what you're going to play. Unfortunately, from our perspective, uh, you can't really know all of them, at least if you're trying to get yeah. to know them around town. <laughs> uh, we have a few of the games that are not uh, not featured anywhere in the Puget Sound area, uh, at least publicly. But anyway, uh, the, the rundown we've got is uh, 300, Breakshot, Funhouse, Iron Man, Judge Dredd, uh, Mustang Boss 302 Edition, which I assume is just the limited edition. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, NBA Fast Break, Nine Ball, Raven, Space Station, The Games, Time Fantasy, and Wizard of Oz. Lots uh, of cool stuff here. I would like to mention um, 300 is not based off the Frank Miller novel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is a bowling game. <laughs> Though a 300 Frank Miller would probably be pretty awesome. Yeah, I bet it would sell like hotcakes, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not familiar with a number of those games. Uh, I ha- I don't think I've ever played 300. Uh, they used to have. It's, it's, have you ever played like Top Score? That it, they used to have it at a ball. It's like that has the bonus balls in the back glass. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's really similar to that. It's almost the same game. <laughs> it, it usually shows up in, in Seattle Pinball League mm-hmm. every, every few months. Yeah, it's oh, a fairly okay. inexpensive EM and like pretty easy to maintain and fun to play. Cool. Um, let's see. 
Judge yeah. Dread is probably other of the game. I've played all of them except for the games and Time Fantasy. Yeah, I'm not familiar with the games or Time Fantasy or Raven. Raven is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that game rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was at the last SPL. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you have to remind me who's that. Oh, it's Don Waylands. Yeah. yeah, Don is a um, he likes to punish players <laughs> and he finds these specific games that nobody's heard of or yeah. maybe a few people <laughs> and then he sets it up and uh yeah it's an experience to watch people play his games <laughs> when is when's raven from like who made it and what year did it come out? it's gotta be like an early 80s it's yeah. it's like a female rambo style like <laughs> you look at that back glass and and i have to admit that uh, unfortunately the reason that i was exposed to raven in the first place was when i was doing research on alternative adult translites for for pinball machines and a lot of men mostly primarily on pin side would complain about the quote-unquote like tomboyish or dykiness of the Raven character on mm. the back glass, and they would find hot alternative women to put on there instead. And I just shook my head in disgust. <laughs> Actually, it was the one I think I looked it up. It was the first game with a photo oh, on wow. the back glass. Mm-hmm. So fascinating. I don't. I think she's pretty stacked. I, yeah. Yeah. No <laughs> yeah. Um, beauty comes in all shapes and sizes totally. and levels of badass. <laughs> yeah. My favorite thing about that game, though, is there's a spinner on the right side. And when you you hit that thing, the helicopter propellers start to spin. It's so awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I think it's a Gottlieb, too. And I usually don't like Gottliebs that much from that era because I think they're a bit too hokey. But I enjoyed playing that one. Cool. Uh, Yeah, so each one of us is going to just talk about a couple uh, different features on specific games like i i uh i went down and played flip flip ding ding i guess i'll just jump in here first sure. i hope i remember uh the notes because i didn't listen back to them oh uh, but the <laughs> notes that i made on thursday when i was there thank you blake mitchell yes thanks blake mitchell i didn't know his last name yeah blake gave me a super nice tip i got some nice tips from everyone but uh one in particular stood out from him uh first thing uh that i noticed and first thing that i really grappled with uh trying to get to to know space station was uh the lower play field is pretty unique compared to a lot of games. There are no in lanes, mm-hmm. so it's kind of wide open. And even though it's not a wide body, I ended up finding myself in a lot of circumstances where I felt like the ball was acting like it was in a wide body, just doing mm. those kind of arcs uh, across from side to side across. Doing the, a little uh, floaty kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's always nerve wracking, trying to see how much momentum the ball has. Um, so yeah, no, no in lanes. Uh, and depending on the angle it's coming down, it can be, the easiest to to do a live trap that you've ever had or or you know if you're not if you're not familiar with the game it could be a real doozy just seeing mm-hmm. how it hits those slingshots with the wide open area the left outlane and the right outlane is what i really want to talk about here though uh i i tend to overcompensate when i'm playing games like with the nudging especially when it's going towards the outlanes like once i figured you know out how to affect the game without touching the flippers uh, I just, you know, went yeah. for it. And oftentimes, especially on newer games, I kind of screw myself over that way. And I'll I'll give it a preemptive nudge and I'll watch the ball just kind of waggle in the uh, in lane and fly over to the out lane right. because of yeah. my own, uh, my like, own actions. Oh, if I had done nothing, I would have been fine. Exactly. Yeah. Why did I have to go and get nervous? Uh, but with Space Station, and maybe this isn't everybody's uh, uh, experience, but when I was playing it, and I played it like, I don't know, 12, 13 times on Thursday, like... Uh, I was rewarded almost every single time I gave it a good, firm like nudge or shove. Mm-hmm. 
uh, to avoid that right out lane in particular, which is just a little wider than the left out lane. Mm -hmm. And uh, nearly every time I failed to do so, uh, I, I got punished for it. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what the tilt's going to be like there uh, at the show, but um, if you can uh, if you can get away with it, some some proper taps, I highly recommend it when mm -hmm. that ball is hurtling towards the the right out lane in particular. Super good tips here. Uh, there is a kickback on the left side. Am I wrong? Yes, uh, so and uh, once, once you use the kickback, it'll mm -hmm. you know it flashes for I I want to say like three or four seconds and then mm -hmm. it's out. Um, one thing for kickbacks that I have a tip for, uh, especially if you can give it that bump that Graham's talking about. Well, if you have a bit of a, a spin on the ball when it's draining down the center, if you can kind of bump it up to that switch on the on the left side, it will enable that kickback, mm. and you can kind of do a little, like U-turn through back up into play, and that's totally legal. Nice, yeah, that's an excellent um, tip. Well, uh, the the fastest way to get points in uh, in space station or the in my opinion, the easiest, and a lot of people were saying the same thing when I asked them about it on Thursday at Flip Flip Ding Ding, um, is just lock those balls, start that multi-ball, and then lock two balls again mm -hmm. uh, during multi-ball. That's, that's where the money's at. Um, you know, it's pretty straightforward like it is with most games. I think it's bright green arrows uh, for the locks. Mm -hmm. And uh, you, oh, this is the part that I'm going to get wrong. You, it's uh, the one, two, three, is that what you're going to talk about? Yes. Yeah. So I think, what did you say? Once you... Roll over. There's, there's two sets of rollovers. Ones mm -hmm. that are upstairs that are one, two, three, mm -hmm. and then downstairs it's USA because mm -hmm. America. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I think once you light one, two, and three, that enables your ball lock. Yes. And so uh, the the really nice tip that we mentioned uh, when we name checked Blake earlier uh, was if you have U and S lit, and you have your lock light lit, do not roll over that A. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. go ahead and adjust it so you just go through one of the ones you already have lit because, hmm. you know, that's a shoe and like, you're just one rollover away from relighting it if you, uh, in the event that you, you know, lose it or you get the multi-ball and you move on. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I think he might have even said that it might unlight, which seems a little much, but... I, that seems weird. Yeah, but either way, it was a very good tip mm -hmm. to just bank it. Just like, keep it waiting for when you need to actually light the lock. Yeah. Again. And for those of you listening in time, uh, I'm like 99% certain that the game that's at Flip Flip will be the same one that's at the main tournament bank. So Ooh. go play it. I mean, it's what? a good time to practice. Like, I don't think that you get a whole lot of time to practice before you're playing your, your main tournament game. Mm -hmm. And I'll uh, share a tip that I learned from Kaylee a while ago is that he, Kaylee George, one of the best players in the world, will usually use his ball one to screw around on games and like check that tilt if he doesn't have time to practice and then just play catch up ball two and three. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Trial and error. Mm -hmm. Important. What is the relight? Do you know what the relight is for the kickback on the left side? I think it's shuttle on the left side. Okay. I'm, I mean, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure if you spell shuttle out, one of those sets of drop or stand up targets will relight your drop, your okay. kickback. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, and the the other main thing that you go for in that game though is uh, is spelling space and station and shuttle, right? Oh yeah, station. I'm sorry, station I said and shuttle. shuttle. That's what it is. Sta space shuttle and space station are really close oh, to each right. other yeah. at at Flip Flip. Yeah, so uh, right next to each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there's Pinbot in, in between because it's a trilogy, actually. Yeah, there's a ladder. There's a ladder kind of in the middle center of the play field, uh, and the lights are showing what what you're going, what you'll accomplish, what points and or extra ball or whatnot you'll totally. get. Uh, so, you know, take a look at that. It might be worth it for the tournament play, and it might not. Mm -hmm. Like, if it's just going for an extra ball, like, I don't think they let you play those extra balls. So they don't do don't bother if yeah. it's if it's lit on the extra ball. Wait to get it something 
on something else. Yeah, because even plunging your extra ball isn't going to yield you a, a ton of points. No, there's not much to deal with on a skillful plunge for that game. Nah. <clears throat> Kayla, you want to tell us a little bit about uh, how to maximize points in NBA Fast Break? Well, you're not going to get very many. That's the first off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Fast Break is awesome. Like I, w- I played it last night, like five games in a row, won two of them off of it. Uh, it's a very squirrely game. It's very hard to trap balls. It's like playing with a greased pig. Uh, <laughs> and you only, your points are equated in basketball hoops. Uh, so there are, you know, there's a right and left orbit, right and left uh, ramp, and then a center ramp that goes straight into the, the basketball hoop. And a lot of people might think that that's the only way you can get points. Uh, it's very straight and straight to the point way to get points um but there is hitting the pop bumpers if you hit hit those maybe like i think it's every 10 hits gets you two points or something like that um and it's it's a pretty safe return coming out of the pops on the right hand side then there's uh combination shots that you can start like if you hit the left ramp it'll start a tip off or a slam dunk that you can um, a div- diverter comes up and you can make another shot that way and um the the biggest i'm probably going to shoot myself in the foot for t- sharing this but one of my my favorite shots on that is the scoop on the very left hand side will enact the first time you hit it will inactivate the back box toy where there's a flipper up there and another basket and you can hit the center button on the table or you can just use your flippers and if you hit it every time that the ball gets to the tip of the flipper, you're going to get it like 15 to 20 points off of that. No problem. Um, so then there's also three different multi-balls that you can get in the game. Uh, as far as I know, because there might be one for when you get a championship ring, but I've never gotten that far. Um, uh, so shooting each of the, the orbits and the, the ramps have letters in front of it. So it's S-H-O-O-T, shoot. You hit one of every of those shots and it starts... Uh, around the world multi-ball um and then right behind those uh those ramps and in front of the basket there's a set of four defenders and they're little plastic cutout pieces and they have scoops in front of them too or saucers i always say scoops when i mean saucers but um once you hit one two three and four of all the defenders like each time that you hit it the ball pops up into the hoop sometimes it doesn't always kick right on point the way it should but um once you hit all four of those, you get a multi-ball started. And then the third one is by getting through um, a certain layer of pops levels uh, on the the pop bumpers. I can't remember exactly how many you get, but there, there's a green insert pointing towards the pops that you can check out and see that see how far away you are from it. And I think it's the third shot into this the saucer on the right-hand side. So the first one is the pizza power shots, and then you get... Um, I think it's Egyptian sh- or no hot dog mania is next where all the ramps are worth three points. And then the third one is trivia. And I'm not very much of a basketball buff, but like the one I got last night was like, what, uh, what city has the Hornets as its mascot? And I used to wear those starter jackets all through high school or middle school. <laughs> it was Charlotte Hornets. That's, <laughs> that's the one I wore all the time. Cause the colors were the coolest looking ones. <laughs> so I got 10 points off of that. And so a lot of people say like, oh, if you don't know your sports trivia, you're out on 10 <coughs> points. That's not right. You're out on nine points because you get one point for a wrong answer. <laughs> oh, all right, so all right. Don't fear. I have to ask, what's your team that you choose? 
Oh, whichever has the lowest score on the board. (laughs) (laughs) So I put up six different high scores last night by doing that. Because you get a a high score per each team once you get enough baskets. But my highest on it, I think, is uh, 151. Yeah. Yeah, Not too shabby. All right. Uh, Thank you, Kayla. Yeah, Uh, no problem. Aaron, you want to talk to us about uh, The Wizard of Oz? Uh, Yeah, uh, similar to Fast Break, The Wizard of Oz, you're not going to be uh, scoring a lot of points. Um, my In my limited experience with it, um, I think the most essential thing and the thing that gives you a little bit of confidence is getting that skill shot. The skill shot would deliver 5,000 points, gives you a nice cushion, and also puts you in um, to... There's an area right... Uh, when you get the skill shot, which is a lit up uh, drop target, there's two drop targets. You need to kind of uh, do a medium plunge and sink it into the lit area. That gives you 5,000 points. And it's in an area that's covered up. Mm-hmm. Um, that area, it's, it's, I like to think of it as, okay, either flip her out or flip her in. Because you don't know, I, I always mistime that. Hmm. And I try to, uh, when it's coming down, I, I try to trap it. It's, it's a pretty forgivable game. I try to trap it in my right flipper and try to get it up again. Um, but the, 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 the game is broken down into basically four different areas. The storm, the castle, the collecting, the characters, the tin man, the scarecrow and the character lion, the haunted forest, and then the rainbow. Uh, of those, I really like storming the castle. It's a simple process of hitting it up into, um, the right ramp over and over until you activate um, captured Dorothy. Then it will take you up into the castle. Or this little it, monkey that grabs your ball, right? Yeah. yeah. You do not want to go up there until you activate that because it's, it, the points are in, just multiply, and it's much. It, it's uh, much. It, it, it prepares you much more, and will give you many more points. So you want to do that. Um, the characters I. Do that willy-nilly because you're hitting the character. Uh, there's a rollover button mm-hmm. for the characters, and every time you roll over it, it gives you a, a letter on the character's name. Mm-hmm. The Tin Man, the Cowardly Lion, and that other guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tin Man. Oh, yeah, I got it. And then uh, right in front of that button, a rollover, is the rainbow shot. And there mm-hmm. are some shots on that rainbow. It's curved. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to do this, but there are two side drains. And they both offer you a second chance. I don't know mm-hmm. if they're going to offer the second chance or they're just going to drain. Some There's one. Um, Toto's probably the easiest. Oh, yeah. yeah by far. It's, it's <laughs> Although you don't have much time for Toto, whereas yeah. True. when you're when you're doing There's No Place Like Home from the left out lane, uh, every time you hit one of the rainbow shots, uh, at least when I was playing it uh, at a machine down in Portland this weekend, uh, every time you hit one of the rainbow shots, the, the shot clock restarts. Oh, that's nice. Mm. I never realized that. And it's just like five, ten seconds for the Toto. Yeah. But, uh, Still much easier because it's just the one shot. Mm-hmm. You just carry it over to the left flipper and get that that to mm-hmm. up to the right. Uh, and then it will activate it, you know, and you get the ball back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as you didn't spell two or Toto. Yeah. Because <laughs> often I usually don't. I won't get all four letters on Toto. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to to have the reflexes to ensure mm-hmm. that that happens. And even then it's still a bit of a crapshoot. Yeah. Um, uh, my suggestions, skill shot, get that, give you, it gives you a little security and gives you that little wind in your sails. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as possible, 
activate I, I don't and this is how much I know about the machine I don't know how to activate the multi-ball or which is you activate it by putting up three balls into mm-hmm. the right um yeah that upper the that right, right ramp, ramp. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't yeah maybe you can help me how oh. do you activate that so once you um get all the your letters spelled mm-hmm. out for each uh each of the wise men um <laughs> um you it will say ball lock lit and then you just hit that ramp and it gets caught up by um the place where the wicked witch died at the mm. house <laughs> like, i'm really good at describing wizard of oz <laughs> like, <laughs> um, very very familiar. as it's written about seattle too i should know more about that <laughs> It's the Emerald really? City. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Good yeah. Point. Good Frank point. L. Baum is like wrote this about Seattle. I did like, not. Is definitely that. a metaphor. Get into that. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. Um, well, it's a, it's a good social commentary on the the way the world was in in the 1930s or early 1900s industrial age in mm-hmm. Seattle. Uh, okay, I'm gonna finish my coffee. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Once you like spell all the letters of each of those guys. Each ramp shot is a lock, and then you'll get another ball to plunge. And once you lock the third one, the the guy with the fuzzy mustache and the the big muff on his head, um, <laughs> he he's at the door and he's like, "All right, all the balls are in the castle. Let's go play." Yeah. <laughs> that, at that time, too, regardless, at that time, that's where the points are going to come. I mean, I've looked down and just hit ball after ball after ball, and, and it, again, this is right. pretty forgiving. It will. You can save a quite a few balls. You don't mm-hmm. have There's to shake. There's a post there too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I've looked down and just played and hit balls randomly. Look back up, and my score is doubled. Yeah. So, um, yeah. With that, uh, with the polar opposite of the Wizard of Oz, is <laughs> Iron Man. One of, uh, I think it's one of the hardest games made of the last ten years. I'd agree with you. It's pretty yeah. rough. And um, I've seen people. Who uh, you know will coil up and underneath it in a, in a little <laughs> fetal position. Fetal position. <laughs> yeah. You and, and on top of that, it's a hard machine out in the open. Out when you just in pay, the wild. Yeah, yeah, when you pay it for a, a buck. This is going to be on tournament settings, and uh, yeah, I you, it, they're going to be quick. Wizard of Oz, I think it's going to be the, one of the longest games for people to play, and Iron Man, I think it's going to be the shortest. Hmm. Yeah, that whiplash uh, magnet sling shot in Man. general is particularly brutal yeah flies it at you you got no time as opposed Mm -hmm. to like the wicked witch uh magnet uh which pretty see i didn't even know that was a magnet (laughs) yeah it just kind of rattles it around a little bit up there but it doesn't doesn't send it flying towards the the center drain there like it does on iron man no it's more like the power from like um adam's family yeah yeah kind of makes it bobble a bit Mm -hmm. um reverse course all right thank you aaron uh so you know, you don't have much time if you're listening to this uh, on Wednesday even. Don't have much time to go out and test out what we've uh, told you about these games. But you do have Wednesday night and Thursday night. You mm-hmm. can make it happen if you're really dedicated. So here's where you can play these games around town. Uh, the ACDC Limited Edition. Uh, well, the Limited Edition is available at the Narwhal. That's uh, the shorty's uh, machine there. It's made a move. But uh, you can just play the the regular you know pro or premium versions at Adaball. I think Adaball uh, is, is LE as well. Is it really? Okay, yeah. then we've got that wrong on the skill shot list, and we oh, better correct we will that. Fix that. Yeah, we pride ourselves in our list at second yeah. to none. So 
uh, we will be adjusting that accordingly. Appreciate sure, it because it's got the lower play field, and they also in, in, uh, installed a color DMD there, which is oh, pretty nice. Very nice, yeah. Attaball, uh, you can play ACDC, uh, Attaball, Narwhal, Seattle Pinball Museum, the Nine Pound Hammer, Vidiot, Gorman Winery, apparently. Um, I have no mm. idea where that is. Full Tilt, White Center, and down in Tacoma at Dorky's. Uh, let's see, at 300, unless you're friends with uh, Rod or somebody else. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good luck. You're not planning that anywhere in town? No. Uh, you can find Break Shot at the 8-Bit in Renton. And that most certainly will be the same Break Shot that will be in the main bank. Okay. okay. Good tip there. Uh, Fun House is all over town. I love Fun House. I almost <laughs> talked about that instead of <laughs> NBA Fast Break, but that's a such a fun game. Absolutely. Yeah. Total classic, so you know, go get familiar with it if you aren't already. It's at the Chop Suey. It's also at the Narwhal. Uh, K1 Speed Seattle, which I'm not familiar with. Uh, down in Dorkies as well. Uh, Iron Man is at the Hillside Bar, Full Tilt Columbia City, and Full Tilt Ballard. Uh, Judge Dredd is up in Edmonds at another castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mustang, uh, the limited edition is the at Boss Shorty. Hog. Yeah, right. Boss. Yeah, it always makes me think of that Sonic song. Is like, yeah, she's a real boss hog. Like, <laughs> uh, there are non-limited editions at the Mecca and Madison Pub as well, mm. pro versions. Uh, you can find NBA Fast Break at Flip Flip Ding Ding, which is also where you can find Space Station. Yeah. Uh, so go play those. And uh, let's see, Nine Ball not around, Raven not around. The games, which none of us were familiar no, with. No, <laughs> I thought it was a typo on the site. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, so that'll be interesting to see that. Uh, also not around. Time Fantasy, not around. And last but not least, Wizard of Oz is at the Pinball Museum. Uh, Shorties and Full Tilt Ballard. And there are also multiple locations outside of Seattle. Uh, Blake's Pizzeria, which is apparently Incarnation. Uh, Dorky's down in Tacoma again. And Middletown Dreams, which is in Port Townsend. And I hear lovely things about it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, uh, are there any other items we want to talk about regarding the, the showcase? Um, there's a couple of highlights about uh, what makes this year special versus, you know, previous years. Um, things like, like last year they had a, a DeLorean next to the Back to the Future game, which is pretty cool. Nice job. Uh, so this year they're going to have a Flintstones car next to the Flintstones pin. Mm. Kids will like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, no, I like that because <laughs> kids don't really know what the Flintstones are anymore. <laughs> Just those chewable vitamins. Yeah. Right. Um, then um, the Seattle shows like, historically had some like, some premieres of new games, which mm-hmm. is nice. Uh, I think it's just a good good part on them for timing, and, and they have the resor- the people in, in place to like reach out and get those games brought to the show. I'm a little bit bummed that there's no Big Lebowski showing up, but, yeah. you know. Someday I'll get to play it, but we are we are getting Kiss, uh, as well as um, Wizard of Oz and Hobbit prototypes from Jersey Jack. Uh, he's gonna Jersey Jack's gonna be doing a talk at the show this year. Yeah, um, making of the yeah, Hobbit. very cool. And then a pretty exciting one is Magic Girl. <laughs> uh, can we talk about J-pop for a second here? Sure. <laughs> uh, so Zidware has been working on. I'm just talking about John Papadik for those of you. Who are unaware, uh, creator of like Tales of Arabian Nights, Magic, or Theater of Magic, uh, Circus Voltaire, like all these incredibly well thought out games with gorgeous artwork. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan of his, but he's kind of the absent minded p- professor when it comes to like branching out on his own. 
he's been for the last four years he's been working on games such as magic girl uh radioactive or retro zombie apocalypse something i forget what it's called it's a lot of words that don't make sense together (laughs) (laughs) um and then he was working on an alice in wonderland as well and about a week ago zidware released a letter um saying that they basically don't have money and please don't sue them because they don't you know they're gonna try and fix something they have a private investor that they won't release details of who it is or Mm. right it's it's very odd yeah should we we try to guess i mean you could uh, (laughs) i've one guess yeah Um, jeff bridges (laughs) (laughs) like it Mm. um i'm going to go with there's a mention of Chicago out there. Oh, Chicago. Yeah. Huh? Uh, I'm going to go with Rahm Emanuel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's some unknown or unnamed um, private investor. Who do you think it is? A lot of people were like saying maybe Stern or, or Jersey Jack were mm. going to get involved or, you know, I, I don't think that. Trying to put an X factor out there. Yeah. Wild card. Um, but so like. So, but Magic Girl will be at the show. Magic Girl will be at the show. So there and is some silver lining in the in the J-pop chronicles. Yeah, like there is a physical game that exists that you can play, yeah. which is pretty cool. Why the J-pop? I have no idea. <laughs> What's the J-pop thing? What, why is he called that? What? what oh, okay. You're John, John Popadook. I thought you were talking no, about... No, no, no. Yeah. Japanese like pop music? Pop, yeah. J-pop, J-pop. Gone, I my know, interest right? went up yeah, so yeah. much. Ooh. <laughs> J-pop should make a J-pop game if he can... You know, get anything together. That would be really exciting. <laughs> and another reason why it's a real bummer that, uh, you know, he's been falling on troubles like this and why it's at least a little encouraging that Magic Girl is going to make an appearance is, you know, we haven't seen any original licenses for a long time. It's true. Oh, no. Now, come on. Oh, well, I guess there's oh, one. Yeah. yeah. Devil's are, advocate I'm over sorry. here. <laughs> I, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about Wonelli on another uh, episode. <laughs> but, Yeah. I, I, you know, my personal opinion is, uh, it's, it's kind of, I'm not that offended by it, but you know, at the same time, it's, it's a real bummer that the first original license in years and years and years is like so thoroughly caught up in the, uh, sexism <laughs> <laughs> rampant in at least pinball art, little right. the themes, but you know, uh, it's so, good to have new machines out there. So your, your options here, um, for Zidware being broke are that you can, for the, there are the three games that people put money into doing pre-orders to fund both John Papaduke's salary and all of the vendors that he needed to go through for which he still apparently owes lots of money to. Um, you can either get a collector's edition Magic Girl that which retails at fifteen nine ninety five, just under sixteen grand, um, and Zidware will deposits will be converted dollar for dollar, one to one, so. Uh, they're gonna be turned into credits. Your dollars will be turned into credits. Mm. And then there's a Magic Girl Classic, which is gonna be about ten thousand or twelve thousand um, dollars. And your deposits on that would be one to two. Mm. But they, I think that they use the wrong ratio analysis here because the example is if you have a sixty-five hundred dollar deposit, you will have thirty-two fifty in credits. So that's really like one to a half or two to one. So that, fir- that first version, I'm sorry, was under 16000 you said? $5 under 16000 $5 under 16000 Right. Okay. And then, or you can get, I guess, the pro version, 
for half of your money. If you spent $3,000, they'll credit you 1500 hmm. which is like, wow. Okay. Um, you're also hmm. not allowed to sue. Um, <laughs> yeah. sign a some yeah. waiver? Well, uh-huh. All right. Well, learn wow. your lesson, I guess. <laughs> um, that's only if you decide to go with one of these plans. But, oh, I see. I mean, you sign something if you go with the plans. Right. And they're just hoping that everybody goes with one of the plans. And you have to, tomorrow's the deadline for just... Uh, for deciding on what you want to do. So it's too late if you're listening to this. Right, yeah. <laughs> but you should probably have already talked to a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, this sort of thing is above my pay grade. I don't oh, yeah. I don't own any pinball machines. I've been lucky enough to have one friend uh, let me be a foster parent to a game of his for a little while, but uh, you know, I just I just wish the best for all prospective owners of any game. Well, so moving back to the the show, unless did you have another comment about? Oh no, I, I'm looking for the quote in here, but there's something that, like, uh, oh, so like the, the John Popovic will be hired on as a consultant for this new investor, mm. and they made some comment in the letter that's like, he cannot be bothered or distracted by lawsuits. Like, please be respectful of his time. It's like, are you kidding me? Gosh, like, darn that legal system! Oh my goodness, <laughs> gets in be the way of everything. The four years that people <laughs> waited for their games. Yeah, for real. Uh, well, so back to the the show. Uh, some of the other st- uh, interesting items to take a look out for. Uh, apparently, there will be a one of a kind journey pinball machine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't stop believing. Okay. Yeah, oh, hold on to please that Please do. God, can let, that band needs to die. Oh, uh, <laughs> side note. Uh, I wanted to mention that uh, apparently, uh, space station. I discovered uh, right before I went down to play it has. One of the greatest uh, taglines for a pinball machine ever. It's rendezvous with pinball destiny. Oh, cool. Yeah, that landed well with me. Well, do you know it's part of a, the, it's actually part of a trilogy. So there's Space Shuttle, uh-huh. then there's Pinbot, and then there's Space Station. Oh, Pinbot's part of yeah. that. Oh. Orsler, Barry Orsler worked on all of those. And, and then um, Pinbot has its own trilogy. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it's got a bride and a casino. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you'd have to talk to someone like Levi who's obsessed with that kind of stuff to get the full story, but it's basically like getting out to build the space station on out in outer space. Oh, that's cool. Oh. Um, so there's going to be at least one Hercules there Hercules, as well. Hercules. Yeah. There were, I know there was one there in 2013. Maybe there was one last year. I don't know. I, I missed there the show. There wasn't, no. Okay. Maybe there wasn't? There, I don't, I don't okay. remember there being one last well, year. You know, it's not the most playable machine in the world, but everybody should at least like get a get a good look-see at it and give it a, a give it a go once. It's pretty popular for, for good reason. It's yeah. enormous. It so. will make a you know life-size adult feel like a child again. Yeah. So like. who doesn't love that? <laughs> And Cybernaut? I don't know anything about Cybernaut. I don't know much either, but they only made 900 games. Okay. Um, so that's, that's an exciting thing. Yeah, there's always something cool to see. Uh, okay, so uh, unless there are any other uh, notes about the show, uh, I think we got a couple games to play. Yeah. Cool. I can't think of anything. Okay, no, let's great. do it. Yeah, just go down there and have fun. Uh so I've got a we've got name that game uh, that we'll we'll play with Aaron here and Aaron also has a trivia game that uh, he was teasing to me. I'm pretty earlier. excited about yeah, that. Yeah. So <laughs> you wanna you wanna play the game or host a game first? I'll play the game first. Okay. All right. Fantastic. All right. So name that game. Uh, it works like so. Uh, we will play you uh, some some sound effects from a pinball game and. You try to guess every every time you hear a sound. We'll stop and and give you 
an opportunity. I am confident you'll get this at some point. You, I think there's a pretty good chance we'll get in the first three or four. Kayla got it really fast. Okay. Uh, we're going to play one. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. All I'm right. Take a back seat here. You ready? Yes, I am. Okay, here we go. Any guesses? No, not at this point. Okay. Nothing. You don't want to take a wild swing for the fences? Uh, sounds like a startup menu to a video game. <laughs> um, no, I, I. Let me get another one, please. Okay, sounds good. Here it comes. I don't want to say there are no wrong answers because there are lots of wrong answers, but <laughs> you are encouraged. Oh, to take boy. Um, it's rough. I know. Yeah. I'm going to go Medieval Madness. No, nope, not Medieval oh, Madness. Not right. a bad guess. Uh, yeah, not, not a bad guess. It's not, uh, it's not too far off year chronologically. Uh, so let's hear another sound here. They'll get easy. You got it? You got it. <laughs> Uh, taxi? No. That's what I said, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great minds think alike. Okay. Let's move on to the next sound here. It's... Man, I shouldn't have drank last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very... Um, kind of... It, it, well, everybody's screaming at me right now. They're oh, going, yeah, I, know I know what this is. But... Aaron, Aaron is our resident like cinephile in the Seattle pinball community, and anytime that you need to talk about movies, he's the guy. So this is it ties in to your movie fascination. Yeah, there's a little hint, and here's okay. the next sound. High speed. No, no, really. <laughs> oh man. Oh, this is great. I'm oh. loving this. This is how oh. I wanted the game to go. <laughs> All right. All right, here comes another sound. You ready? Yeah. Oh, jeez. A creature from the black. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah, oh, you got it. Awesome. <laughs> oh. All right, I've got a couple more sounds. Let's just hear what they were. <laughs> nice work. Yeah, so that one in the drive th drive in makes a little. And then, of course, when the movie starts up here. Yep. So nice work, Aaron. Oh, well, yeah, great. Oh. Only six times. Uh, oh, no, you, you know, got it. You got it before it was over. You know, that's that's all it takes to Thank win you. this that game. That was very fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you had a good time. Uh, and I I mentioned this to Kayla on uh, when we recorded episode three out of uh, turn last week. Uh, I really like this outro music, and I think we might yeah. use it for outro music for an episode or two. We'll see when I get around to actually editing one like that. So anyway, yeah, thanks for playing Name That Game, Aaron. And uh, so what do you got for us? Now subject us to your side. Okay, well, <laughs> since we're in Washington State, I've determined, I made a list of, um, I call it medical strain or table. <laughs> so you had to decide, I'm going to name a title. This is an actual title of either a medical marijuana strain or an actual pinball machine. I feel like I'm on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. This is awesome. <laughs> that and, you, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, a few of them are actually both. Oh, I love Ooh. it. Uh, so how do you want to do this? Do you want us to take them one at a time? or You want to alternate? Sure, or? yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. And right. then you can just tally up the points. You know. Oh, you uh, you want me to actually? Okay, yeah. sure. Just okay. remember who you like better. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got it. 
start with Kayla. Okay. Pack 10. Mm, I'm going to go with medical. Yes, you are right. All right. <laughs> let's go ahead and go with your next, and let's go with Green Diamond. Green Diamond. Uh-oh. Well, I've never heard of the game Green Diamond, so I'm going to have to go with medical training. Nope, that's a pin. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Uh, did you know that one, Kayla? No, I didn't. Oh. I, I was like, ooh, I'm glad I didn't get called on that one. Man. <laughs> next person. got to dig myself out of a hole. Hey, hey, don't worry. You're doing okay. It's only a small deficit. <laughs> positive. Positive. Cupid. Um, uh, game. No, that would be a strain. Okay. Yes, I got a chance to <laughs> yeah. make a save. Tie here. it up. Here we go. Paradise. I'm gonna go with game this time. Yes, you are correct. Oh yes. man, <laughs> it's a barn burner. Yeah. Here we go. Method one. Sonic fly. Sonic Fly. That's totally a strain. Let's go with that. That is. Yeah. You are correct. <laughs> Better than the Spanish Fly, right? <laughs> Here we go. Next one. Incredible Hulk. Oh, come on. I'm, I'm going to go with both on that yeah. one. Yeah. You are correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Bruce Banner is proud. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Next one. 13. Um, You didn't say Apollo before, so I'm going to go with Strain. That is a strain. Nice work. <laughs> Here's the next one. Jim Dandy. <laughs> uh, strain. You got it. All right. Are we three and three? Yes, you are. Excellent. Ooh. Neck to neck. Next one. Green Pastures. That's a strain. No, that would be a what? pen. What? <laughs> chance to steal here. Um, next one. Devil's Dare. Devil's Dare. Strain? No, that would be a pin. Oh, man. <laughs> These uh, are rough. <laughs> I know. This game is so good. <laughs> I love this. This is great. This is exactly what I wanted. Uh, next one. Sputnik. Like, oh, I'm going to go game. Nope, that would be a strain. What? Oh, wow. Game or strain. <laughs> <laughs> next one. Destroyer. Destroyer? Destroyer. Um, I'm going to go crazy and say both of them. Yep, you got wow. it. <gasps> nice yeah. job, And this is, this is, could tie it up. This one lower. Oh. This is, this is great. You'll love this. I think Graham's got this in the bag, though. We'll see. We'll see. Supersonic. Both. You got it. Oh, nice, nice work. It is tied up. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Congratulations. I feel good about that. We're equal. Cool. That yeah. was rough. That yeah. was like a lot harder than I thought it would be. Yeah. Legitimately challenging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much for that, Aaron. You're welcome. Well, um, you know, we're, we're running at just under an hour here, so I think it's time to wrap yeah. this Yeah. Thanks thing for up. staying with us, guys. Yeah. Yes, thank thank you, you so much for, uh, for listening. Uh, let's see. I don't have plugs written out, but let's see if we can just kind of Sure. Uh, toss out our own plugs. Uh, of course, as always, you can find Skillshot at skill-shot.com or uh, follow us at Skillshot Seattle on Twitter, but there's no E at the end of Seattle because uh, we ran out of characters. So <laughs> Skillshot Seattle, no silent E. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, follow us on Facebook. We've got tons of great information there. We have first Sunday tournaments at Shorty. So every first Sunday, show up um, mm -hmm. just afternoon there and I plan. believe we might be postponing this month because of the show. Because oh, th yeah. this will be the first Sunday this weekend. 
Okay, yeah, I think um, that might be right. I think Andy and Allison are doing it this yeah. this uh, month either way. So go to Skillshot on Facebook and double check or Skillshot.com and look at our Skill-Shot.com, look at our calendar and uh, show up there because Andy and Allison are super fun people they and they're going to awesome. have something great for us. Slayers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got my next um, Babes in Fanland tournament at Attaball the day before the show starts. So please come out. It's going to be Allison's birthday as well. Her, she's bringing her mom, and it's going to be a good time. <laughs> um, and I hope in the next week or so, we're going to set up a, a fan page for the show and an email address so you can get a hold of us. But I have a good feeling it's going to be skillshotpincast at gmail or something like that. Yeah, but that yeah sounds just about right. Keep an eye out. We'll let you guys know. And I'm Aaron on face. Aaron Maccabee on Facebook. Usually. Uh, uh, attacking the uh trans tra- uh, bus system in <laughs> seattle yeah. um and uh, i would highly recommend you to hit go out and hit some uh games for enjoyment and uh you know maybe occasional couple dollar games are, are nice here and there <laughs> uh, and look forward to uh, having a good experience at the expo yeah. yeah uh cool yeah and of course you can go ahead and uh you can always find whatever game you're looking for uh on the Skillshot uh, pinball list, which you can find at the website, skill-shot.com, or, uh, or uh, find any issue around town where you find a pinball machine. We have that awesome uh, physical fold-out list. And keep an eye out for Graham and us. And I uh, we might be wearing Skillshot t-shirts at the show, possibly. Yeah. But we're just planning on doing a couple field recordings at the show and get people's input on things, maybe a few interviews. But come talk to us. Yeah, we're looking forward to uh, doing a recap show and see what kind of info we, we've got to share with you. Uh, some personal plugs for me. Uh, if you're listening to this on Wednesday or Thursday and you don't have any plans on Thursday, come down to the Columbia City Theater. There's going to be an REM tribute night. Uh. And uh, <laughs> my band Bright Lines is playing. So Is it called REM for me? Like- <laughs> <laughs> it should be. That's good. I uh, Full disclosure, like... We've only had two practices where like we go through the songs and I don't know them as well as I should. So. Neither does Michael Stipe. It's okay. Let's <laughs> oh, okay. play something off the last 10 years off the album. Nobody will know what it is. I yeah, saw them once at Bumper Shoot. And I actually, yeah. I, yeah. I saw them once at Bumper Shoot on a whim just because they were playing. It's actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. R.E.M. is classic. Yeah, they're pretty you know? good. They've got some great songs. And we, I mean, we've got some, we, we got some nice picks. We're playing Everybody Hurts. Uh, <laughs> Orange Crush, which is an awesome song, and mm-hmm. uh, it's the end of the world as we know it. Oh, and good Zach, luck with that, man. right? <laughs> Zach's gonna have his hands full with the lyrics. Yeah, but, uh, it'll be interesting just to see how that goes. But there are a bunch of other really awesome musicians playing that night. It should be a really good time, casual, fun night. And the Columbia City Theater is an amazing location, mm-hmm. so come down early, go play some pinball at Full Tilt, Columbia yeah. City, and yeah, have some fun. You can also follow me on Twitter at Gramular, G R A H A M U L A R. Anything else, guys? No, I'm good. All right, awesome. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, any uh, shout outs or just shout out to everybody who listened and gave yeah. us awesome oh, shout feedback? Out, shout out to Kevin uh, Burrell. Uh, yeah, you know, heal up, they, Kevin. Heal yeah. up. Um, for those who don't aren't aware, Kevin did just suffer a seizure yesterday oh, afternoon. Boy. So yeah, definitely our thoughts are with him. I hope for a speedy recovery. Absolutely, and when he's feeling better and and we've got time, we're definitely gonna have him back on the show because he was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. All right. Cool. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.